We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app i want to thank the members of the media for joining us we are six days into the joint investigation of the fire at 745 main street uh with me today are Fire Commissioner William Ronaldo, Commissioner of the Buffalo Fire Department, John DeVito, Special Agent in Charge of the ATF for New York State, and Walter Kemp, who is the Branch Chief of the National Response Team of the ATF. And um, uh, Mr. Kemp and his team have uh, been on the ground uh, conducting the investigation with the Buffalo Fire Department, uh, the Buffalo Police Department, uh, State Fire, and we also want to recognize the assistance that we have received from the New York City Fire Department in this investigation. Had the opportunity to uh, speak with firefighter Arno's family again today. Uh, they are very thankful for the outpouring of support uh, that they have received from the community, uh, the Buffalo Fire Department, and certainly uh, the uh, Professional Firefighters Union, Local 282. A good portion of today was spent on the planning of the arrangements and services uh, for firefighter Jason Arno. Uh, many city departments were involved and will be involved in uh, that event, which will start Wednesday and conclude uh, Friday. We will have information coming out to the public uh, tomorrow on uh, the services for firefighter Arno. Uh, one thing I want to share at this time is that we will have almost 1,000 out-of-towners here for the services. Uh, most of them are firefighters uh, that are coming from other cities across the nation and internationally as well. With that, we expect St. Joseph's Cathedral uh, to be completely filled with Buffalo firefighters and firefighters uh, from out of town. Uh, we do not believe at this time that there will be any opportunity for non-family members uh, to be in the church during the funeral. We know that there are a lot 
of members of the community, uh, the Buffalo and Western New York community, uh, that would like to pay their respects and honor uh, the life and legacy of firefighter Arno. Uh, we are asking uh, the public uh, that wants to come uh, downtown for the services uh, to line the processional route uh, from the funeral home to the church. And again, tomorrow, we will put out that route information uh, to the media uh, for the public to be able uh, to have that information. So we are six days into this investigation. I want to again uh, say a special word of thanks to uh, the ATF for the expertise that they are providing, uh, for the resources that they are providing. It is certainly our goal uh, to uh, get to the bottom of what caused this fire, uh, what caused uh, this tragedy in, in our city. And I know that the ATF with our uh, Buffalo Fire Department and other partners uh, have been working uh, diligently uh, on that. Now I'm gonna turn things over to um, our Fire Commissioner, William Rinaldo, uh, and then we will hear uh, from Branch Chief of the ATF, uh, Mr. Walter Kemp. Thank you, Mayor. Good afternoon, everyone. The uh, investigation on Main Street, yes, is, uh, is continuous and it is ongoing. Uh, as you know, we're working in close uh, coordination and cooperation with a number of agencies, including uh, the ATF, State Fire, FDNY, and of course our own uh, fire investigation unit from the Buffalo Fire Department. So it is a slow, uh, methodical, painstaking operation uh, but with the goal of determining the cause and origin of the, of the fire. So, uh, and the safety of our, uh, of, our, of our workers, our partner agencies are, are our primary concern. And that's why it is taking uh, maybe a little longer uh, as we go through the process. Uh, a large amount of area has been covered already. Uh, a number of interviews, interviews have been conducted as well. So we are making uh, progress. Uh, later on in the week, we're looking at bringing in some uh, heavy machinery to move some of the heavier debris and to move the process along. And, and, uh, and uncover some of the uh, uh, evidence or possible evidence that's uh, underneath that debris. So uh, also I wanted uh, everyone to know that the uh, operations will be suspended on Friday out of respect for the family and to give the, uh, our partner agencies uh, uh, an opportunity to participate in, the, uh, in celebrating uh, Jason's life on Friday in the proceedings. So at this point, I'm gonna turn it over to uh, Branch Chief uh, Walter Shaw, and he's going to give you some uh, additional information. Thank you. Thank you for having us again today. And uh, again, thank you for the continued uh, support of our state and local partners in this investigation. So as the uh, commissioner said, this is day six of our investigation. We've come a long ways. Uh, however, from the exterior, you may not uh, be able to realize that. Uh, what's going on as we speak is an excavation of the first level and the basement level of the structure. As we spoke before, that structure is, uh, was built around 1900, so it has some unique building construction characteristics, and we have to mitigate some hazards as we go along. However, we have uh, completed over 100 interviews, um, taken out several items of uh, evidence where we want to 
look at those items a little bit further to determine certain things. We've created a, a computer model, computer fire model, with the assistance of our fire research lab in Hammondale, Maryland, of fire progression and fire growth within the structure to help us more determine uh, where the origin of the fire may have been. Uh, as they alluded to earlier, tomorrow we intend on employing some heavy equipment at the rear of the structure to uh, demolish a wall and to gain access to a now covered uh, area of debris. We would like to uh, excavate that degree, debris and look underneath to see if there's anything that we need to take a closer look at. So uh, these scenes, again, uh, are lengthy, but we uh, do see an end in sight. We are, are more than halfway through with what we want to do in the scene. So we'll continue to work methodically and uh, using the scientific method with all of our um, partners and all of our resources of the national response team to try to determine what exactly happened there. And Mr. Sher, I want to apologize. I think I called you Walter Kemp. I do know a Walter Kemp in the city of Buffalo. He is not here. This is Walter Shaw, the branch chief of the national response team of the ATF. We'll now open up for any questions that the members of the media have. Dave? Sir? Sure. So that building was built around 1900. It's, it's a brick masonry exterior with some heavy timber flooring that are situated in joist pockets on the interior of the masonry walls. So essentially when those flooring members become impinged by fire, they collapse suddenly. And so we had to make sure that those were shored up and that was uh, done in part by the resources provided by the New York Fire Department. Uh, they came up and take a, took a look at the scene to make sure what needed to be shored up and what was safe and what was not safe. And then the Buffalo Fire Department used their shoring unit to come up and, and uh, support the, the basement level and the first level so that we could actually go inside. Certainly. So first and foremost, we uh, interview the first responding firemen to get their first-hand accounts of fire conditions and what was going on with the building at the time of the fire. We interviewed the 911 caller. We interviewed the workers that were on scene doing some work at that time. We, of course, interviewed the owner and the building owner. We interviewed the gas and electric company uh, providers to see if there were any history of any issues with the building itself. And um, we're continuing to do neighborhood canvases to collect any video that um, may show events leading up to the fire and after the fire so that we can create an accurate timeline of the fire events. What types of things are you looking for inside to help this investigation? Sure. We've, we've looked inside there. As, as you know, that's a costume shop that will primarily uh, encompass the space. And they utilize all sorts of equipment, uh, such as iron presses, uh, heat, heat uh, cutters, things like that to cut fabric. So we look at all these things to see um, if they may have contributed to the fire calls accidentally uh, and uh, to see what their uh, situation is with those different pieces of equipment. We've also uh, 
you know, utilize it, an accelerated detection canine, for example. It's just a common, uh, common routine uh, thing that we do. And the dog has, has uh, ran the structure several times. And uh, so we're, we're looking for anything that, that stands out as fire calls. And then what we do, our next step, is try to either eliminate or include that fire calls as, uh, as something that contributed to the fire. I'm sorry, I don't have that with me right now, the name of the company. Do you, do you guys know? No, uh, I did hear that, uh, that name and that term of that subcontractor or contractor, but I can't confirm that at this time. Uh, it's actually way too early in the, in the investigation. We're not sure uh, what permits were required or if any permits were required and by whom. So it's, way too, it's too early in the investigation to determine that. You had mentioned it earlier on, or I kind of early work in the theory that mm -hmm. perhaps these workers with the torch uh, may have set the blaze off. Mm -hmm. um, are we still kind of working on that theory? Uh, there are a number of theories, as, uh, as Walt uh, uh, alluded to. So we're eliminating them uh, slowly but surely and as we go along. And right now we have not determined the cause and origin. So the investigation is continuing. Is there any indication at this point that there was some sort of old insulation or anything involving the materials within the walls of the building that would have led uh, the fire to spread quickly um, through the walls or anything like that? Is there any more information specifically about uh, the cause of um, the firefighter's death? Uh, as far as the fire communicating uh, uh, throughout the building, there is a number, there are a number of voids in the building where, where fire could have traveled. So once again, that's part of the ongoing investigation. Mayor, I know you said on Saturday that you were clarifying what work was being done and how long will we know when you know that from the police department and everything, even though there wasn't a permit. So that's all part of the investigation. And the plan is to release all that information when the investigation is concluded, not to uh, release bits and pieces of information. Uh, I think uh, uh, Branch Chief uh, Shaw can tell you uh, that good progress is being made, uh, and we're hopeful uh, that the investigation will be concluded uh, soon. So this structure did uh, sustain prolonged burning, uh, which affects a lot of different fire patterns and things that we're looking at. But we are very hopeful that we will find a specific cause to the fire. Yes, sir. Uh, to that to that question, uh, what we I don't think we've released it yet, but evacuation orders were issued prior to that uh, uh, firefighter are no uh, pressing his mayday button. So the the command staff on scene did recognize the uh, the imminent danger, and they did order an evacuation, and the mayday uh, uh, came some minutes later. Some minutes, sir. Yeah, a little over a minute. Anyone so else? Was it the result of like a roof collapsing or 
If you're talking about autopsy results, we're, we're waiting for the, uh, the ME's determination, official determination. We don't have any sense right now as to what it would cause. No, we do know he had a, a level of carbon dioxide in his body and, and some other uh, information, but we're not releasing it at this time. Yeah. Well, uh, the support has been overwhelming, not, you know, from the community, obviously, and from uh, on a national level as well. And I believe there's a thousand hotel rooms uh, rented, so we're actually looking at possibility of up to four or five thousand uh, out-of-town guests coming uh, coming in on Friday, Thursday I'll, and Friday. I'll speak to that too. Clearly, firefighting is a brotherhood and a sisterhood. It's a calling. The outpouring of support from fire departments nationally and internationally certainly is uh, very comforting. Uh, to have that many people traveling uh, to our community uh, to pay their respects to hero firefighter Jason Arno uh, means a great deal to our fire department, our city, and certainly to the family. It's not surprising. Uh, this is a great community, uh, particularly during difficult times. Uh, this community always comes together uh, to help other community members, to support other community members. So it is uh, certainly heartwarming to see the tremendous outpouring of support uh, from Buffalo and Western New York, but also from other areas of the country as well. Uh, we, we have heard from uh, many uh, statewide, national elected officials. Uh, the president's office has called a number of times. Uh, the governor's office has been in touch with us. Governor Hochul uh, directly has been in touch with us. We've heard from uh, members of the state legislature, of course. So the outpouring of support has been significant. Uh, the, as I said, it's a wonderful family. They're a very close-knit family. Uh, this is difficult, uh, but the family is pulled together, pulling together, supporting each other, uh, and members of our fire department have been with the family every single day, including members of Engine 2 and Rescue 1. Uh, Jason Arno, and I'll let the commissioner elaborate on this, uh, worked uh, not only in Engine 2, but prior to that worked in Rescue 1 as, as well. So these are firefighters, these are colleagues, uh, these are brothers and sisters uh, that know him well, uh, that he worked with, and have a deep uh, love and concern for him and his family. Commissioner. All right. Thank you, Mayor. And uh, yes, and as you really peel, peel back the, uh, the layers of Jason's life, he really uh, get a little more insight on him as an individual and uh, what he brought in, you know, 
uh, everything we learned about him and know about him tells you, you know, he could his life could have took a lot of different directions, you know, but he chose public service. He chose to work with the Buffalo Fire Department and serve the community. So he could have been successful in, in many other careers. Well, we know that. We know that for sure. So, and another thing I want to mention is that, uh, you know, he's a young firefighter. He is working, or he was working at one of our three busiest uh, engine companies in the Buffalo Fire Department. Uh, engine two goes over on in well in excess of 3,000 uh, runs a year. So that's a lot of fire calls, uh, motor vehicle accidents, incidents of all types, EMS. So he chose, uh, and he made a conscious decision to work at one of the busiest companies uh, in the Buffalo Fire Department. And that says a lot about him as a firefighter and as a person. We've heard it over and over again that most of, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of the firefighters in your department haven't gone through something like this. How do you continue to support and what do you continue to say to them? Uh, all we can do is say, hey, uh, the train doesn't stop, for one thing, because uh, one incident follows another, follows another. While we're here at this press conference, you know, our, our uh, you know, number of calls have come in, a number of calls will continue to come in, and uh, at some point you just got to get back up on your horse. And uh, the best tribute you could pay to Jason is to get back up on that horse and to do the things that, uh, that he did in his career and emulate him. I know that, I know that more details about the services for Thursday and Friday are going to be coming out tomorrow, I think you said, Mayor, but just... You know, with, with that many people coming in and that many people showing support for Jason Arno and his family, are there any sort of alternative plans that are being talked about right now in terms of more of a, of a public support where people can come and show their support and, and their love for the Arno family? Uh, uh, Firefighter Arno's family has consented for the services to be televised, so the services will be televised. Uh, the public uh, can show their support and uh, pay their respects through uh, seeing the uh, services tele televised. Uh, as has been mentioned, uh, there are GoFundMe pages. Uh, the community has been very supportive of, of those. Obviously, firefighter Arno uh, was recently married, uh, has a young child, and so that will be helpful to, to the family. I can't say enough good things about the outpouring of support from Buffalo and Western New York. Uh, we are recommending that people who will be out uh, that want to show their support can also uh, line uh, the streets of the procession route uh, from the funeral home to the church on Friday, and that information will be uh, put out. I would also like to just recognize uh, the efforts of the Buffalo Fire Department and Buffalo Professional Firefighters Local 282 in providing counseling uh, for the members of the fire department and the commissioner and his management team have also provided time off for members of our fire department who need it. Uh, the preparations have been uh, very extensive uh, between uh, Buffalo Police and Buffalo Fire, uh, other agencies, New York State Police, the Erie County Sheriff's Department, uh, the NFTA Police. So the preparations that are being made have been extensive. Uh, they have been thorough. 
and I want to thank all of the agencies that have been involved in that exceptional level of preparation uh, for the large influx of people that will be uh, in Buffalo Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I think we will definitely be working into next week. We have to have a conclusion around that time. Can you say, did the accelerant dogs that were on the scene, mm -hmm. um, were they the ones that found the evidence that you mentioned? Um, what, what was that? I'm sorry. Did the accelerant dogs, were they the ones that were able to find that evidence you were looking for? What evidence are you mentioning? I'm sorry. What evidence was it? Oh, so we, we just took some of the building materials that was involved in the fire on the side of the, of the building. But no, they didn't play a role in that. I'm sorry. Yes. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 